Hey everybody, it's Rev DDT and we're back for another broadcast. So I'm sitting here, it's uh, 8.24 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, Boise, Idaho. And it is a cool, nice, kind of a cool 51 degrees outside, which is really nice. We're experiencing spring here. Trees are blooming. Green's coming back to the trees that, uh, that, uh, that need the leaves come back. And, uh, you know, anyway, green and flowers is what we got going on. Green and flowers. Saw some daffodils and some tulips, or maybe they were six lips because it looked like I had six of them on there. And maybe they were four lips. Maybe there were only four petals. I don't know, tulips. And uh, <laughs> so I'm sitting here talking to God about some stuff, and I'm waking up this morning. I'm getting ready to go for a walk, and I'm, like, I'm just going to take off. It's so nice outside. And, uh, you know, took care of the cat. We're babysitting the dog, which watched him, took care of him and stuff. And, you know, and uh, I was sitting there thinking about some things. And um, all of a sudden, this thought came to me. It was this. What about the awakening that you went through? What about, what? what is different about it? What is different about your life now? How has it made it better? Okay. Because um, a lot of people, you'll hear a lot of different things. You'll hear darkness or you hear light or you hear, yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what everybody else is experiencing, but I'll just tell you what I'm experiencing is this, man. It's pretty radical, too. I've noticed that, because um, I had abilities before, like I could uh, read hearts, um, uh, clairvoyance. Um, I can read your thoughts at times, and um, especially if I get... I, I know how to tap in and do that, too. I know how to quiet myself to hear hear people's thoughts and stuff. I don't do it, um, but but it goes along with the gift of being able to you know see the heart and read the heart. But um, hearing the thoughts, because this is another step, you know, and hearing an actual actual conversation or hearing a, a line, a, a sentence that somebody would say to you or something, you know. Um, that happens really uh, whenever I have uh, sex with a woman, because uh, I don't have sex with anybody else. But <laughs> what I'm saying is um, I'm heterosexual, and yeah, I have sex with ladies, and, you know, in the past, you know, I date, you're looking for a wife, or you have a wife, I'm even with my wife, but anybody I've ever had sex with, I've always connected in the mind with, and been able to read thoughts, And but it's not every thought, it's just certain thoughts, you know, and, um, because it's, uh, but it can be more intrusive, though, it can be, and it can be quite, um, scary, and I shut it off for a lot of years, shut off, um, I didn't even know I was an empath, I had no idea, I didn't understand why I was always, sensitive to other people's emotions and stuff and not just that but other things too and maybe going through living hell like all the violence i was raised in and everything all the craziness and all the freaking attacks i had on me physically at school at, at, at home sometimes friends sometimes my friends would turn on me and just start beating me up and shit like that man man it was pretty weird um yeah maybe maybe all those times were like sandpaper taking that sandpaper to a, that gift and making me more sensitive i don't know but hell i have a hard time around groups of people big groups of people when i went to jesus people to live i was living with 500 people we were living in rooms but i mean i'm sharing a room with four other brothers we built bunk beds in there and live in the rooms and uh living in rooms that were small about the size of a hotel room you know and uh you know with four other brothers and uh the sisters would live sisters and uh couples would be have a married couple room but everybody lived in a room like in an apartment a little small apartment like in a hotel like actually we did live in a hotel the chelsea hotel the second year i was there they bought this chelsea hotel and we all moved into that they did live in buildings in chicago there just in the in the uptown area right there on malden and wilson area and uh, magnolia Malden, magnolia and wilson area right there and leland street that's where we were at and we moved about four blocks uh you know, to the uh, lake, towards the lake, right there, towards the north, uh, four blocks north, uh, to uh, just past uh, Clark Street, um, between Clark and Sheridan, or no, that, I'm not Sheridan and Clark, that's 
That's that's wrong. I meant to say Clybourne. Clybourne and Sheridan is where we were. We were in the uh, the 900 block of 936 is the building address. Wilson Avenue, 930 and 936. So we owned the buildings across the street from there, which is 936. The building we lived in, I think, is 930 or 940. I don't remember which, but yeah, Wilson Avenue. It's the Chelsea Hotel. It was a big landmark hotel. It was a really glamorous hotel back in the day, you know. And we got to be by that building. I was there when they bought that. When we moved in there. Anyway, my point is this: is that I had to shut that off, living around all those people, and just just go, just be the guy that you know gets along with everybody. You know, the working Daniel, Daniel that goes to work. I learned that that Jesus was a servant, so I, I had no problem with that. I was like, oh, I know how to do that because I I'm that guy already, so you know, I don't have a problem with that. I love helping people. That's just part of my nature, but that's also part, also part of this thing I thought was a curse, too, at one point. It's like, man, because of that, it got me into a lot of situations I wouldn't have got into. I would have just stayed away from people, because, but I've tried to help the wrong people sometimes. But you learn as you go. You learn about your gifts. You learn about who you are. You learn about these things. These are all part of you. It's what makes you up. And, then, and you know, everybody has them. You just got to tap into what your strengths are, man. And there's ways to do it. Is, is, you know, meditation is a good way, but talk to God, and that's what I did for years because I couldn't meditate. But really talking to God, how is that not meditation? And how is not prayer meditation? You know, I, I learned that, you know, over the years it is, and it's basically the same thing, but there is a form of meditation where you just quiet your mind. You don't think about anything. You don't have to meditate on anything. What you really want to do is just get rid of the inner static. What you're doing is you're quieting your mind so you don't have a ramble of thoughts with, so that you can have something some something new come in there so that you can maybe go in a new direction or just feel better about yourself or, or anything but you just quiet your mind it's really important we don't have quiet mind we have media all around us 24 7. i remember when i was going to sears when i was a kid we go to sears to get pants right like go in the section where i was at was a husky section which was over by the well, over by the uh, craftsman section where they had all the tools, kind of over in that area, over the Sears store down here in downtown Boise when I was a kid, back in the 70s, right? I'm talking about early 70s, late 60s. No, wait, no, this is 60s. I'm sorry. Go back into the 60s. Okay, we'll go back to the 60s because I started wearing other, yeah, I was away from Sears by then. Yeah, so we're talking 60s when I was a kid, right? So anyway, what, there was a TV in there in the section, and they had advertisement on there for, for craftsman tools, and I'd run that, and I'd sit there fascinated watching that. Just going, just staring at it, going, wow, this is really cool. When it just dawned on me yesterday, when I was sitting there looking at that, thinking to myself, we've always been surrounded by media. I have, anyway. My parents weren't. My mom said, they, she, you know, she remembers when they got the first TV came out. And she remembers when they actually got a first TV, and that wasn't until 54, and it was a black and white. And I was like, wow. And she goes, Dad got one finally. And, you know, I'm like, oh, man, this is pretty cool, man. I, so since then, since the 50s, we've been surrounded by media, at least where somewhere in, in that. And then it's just like it's nonstop. And you don't have time to really, you know, think for yourself. And it's like almost everybody else is thinking for you because we're listening, watching, doing. But we we got to take that time to get quiet, man, so that we can hear something new sometimes. Sometimes it's just to still that, that quiet, that, that, that chaos that's going on inside. We have static going on inside of us. Um, in your energetic layers, you've got traumas that suffered from childhood, and those things will come out, man. And what I noticed was is I was going through a lot of that, but I didn't have any understanding for any of that. Until after the awakening, and all of a sudden, now I understand why I went through all that stuff, and I understand, I see why I made the mistakes I made, and I see, I see the goodness in them, which is the strangest freaking thing, because some of them are pretty, pretty messed up mistakes where I hurt other people, and I'm not even, that's not how, that's not my natural wiring, my natural wiring is love, heal, health, wholeness, you know, peace, I'm wired for that stuff, that's how I am, I'm just wired for that, I had to get, capture that back, man. 
you know, you're born with a certain makeup and then it gets taken away from you sometimes by your environment, you know. And uh, we start making mistakes when we're in the wrong environment. When, when our environment's attacking us and we're suffering traumas, we'll start making mistakes. And But those mistakes aren't mistakes because they teach us is if we learn from them, which we end up learning from them, you know, a lot of people give up and they just stop. They don't want to learn anymore and they stop. And they don't want to change anymore. They don't want to evolve anymore because they're so tired and all that. You know, murderers have that same feeling in their heart, you know that? That giving up feeling, they just don't want to be here anymore because life is, you know, pretty bad. Life is not what, it, you know, it's not the bag of, it's not the bag of freaking, it's not what they thought it was going to be, you know? Uh, some of them just get freaking twisted into, I know because I've talked to them, I was in prison with some of them. I, I know, I know some, you know, I, I've talked to them before. And and I've talked to them and it's just, it's just like, they, they, they were feelingless, most of them about life they were numb to life and it just become too routine or too blah blah and they just decided they wanted something different well their freaking crazy ass heart went in that direction ours usually goes in other directions we go self-sabotage most of us do you know and so we end up staying there well and then so we we call those mistakes but those mistakes aren't mistakes it's us crying out saying help please and society's built in a way that if you have money you can get help but if you don't you're fucked and you're pretty much screwed up you know so then what Drugs turn to drugs, alcohol, crazy lifestyle, more and more self self destruction, right? That all changed. Every all everyone everything and I have just understanding for all that now. I was like looking at it and going, Whoa, that changed. What else has changed, man? The way I'm handling things has changed a lot because there's uh before it was I was in fight or flight mode constantly because of uh, suffering traumas all the time and constantly having people on my ass on and, and everything. So I was like freaking, you know, ready to freaking throw down cuffs all the time. But I, you know, throw down fisticuffs and just, hey, let's get out, let's go out, man. You know, fight club every day, you know, beat yourself up and beat everybody else up too. But that's, that's all changed. I don't know how going on. A lot more peace. The quietness, I want to tell you something that's quiet, which is mind blowing to me, my mind. It was a non-stop roller coaster ride in my head, okay? You know, and when when something comes up, it triggers something from the past, I'm able to look at it, trace it, trace my thoughts all the way back to the beginning of where it came in at, and look at that, and forgive that myself for not take, paying attention to it in the first place. And where the fuck did I get that ability at? Or that knowledge? Because it just started doing that, just... Nine years ago, maybe eight years ago, it started started doing that. Just all of a sudden, I just started doing. I was able to do that. What the heck, man? I mean, that's some power. If you can go back there and you can look at that and see it, forgive yourself in the mistakes for not taking care of it in the first place, for not standing up for yourself, or whatever it is, and deal with that and overcome it, and then see so you come backwards in time to deal with something and coming back here into the now, being present, you know, and dreaming of a future but not living in it necessarily but living there as in you're present here in the now but you're you you're still in the vision and eventually that vision will overtake but what i mean by not living it is that what i mean is not spending so much time in the future that you're freaking no earthly good you know and then a lot of christians have done that and i used to make the same mistake and I, god would catch me and he would tell me that he'd say he'd say you're actually too high-minded right now daniel you need to come down i'm like oh man the curse of being an air sign he'd say no it's just you're looking at your, you're not understanding it correctly. Look at it this way, and then he would show me something that would change the way I'd view it, and I'd be like, "Oh, oh you're right. Yeah, you're right." We forget sometimes, and it's it's always a place, a point of our pride that does that, or a point of pride, our pride, just like we're all of a sudden 
and we don't even really think it, but we're broadcasting it. Oh, I'm more superior in the way I act or the way I think now because, and so I'm better than you or whatever, however it looks. It's always arrogance. It always comes out as arrogance and it just ends up hurting people. It hurts you though. It hurts the bearer. The person that's doing it, it hurts that person the most. They don't even realize it. It hurts us the most. Personally first. It happens to us first personally. Forgive that. Move on. Keep going. One thing I was sitting here thinking about, and I'm going to wrap this up in just a couple minutes, is being present in the now. Being able to be right here without my thoughts racing. Quiet, clean slate without a bunch of noise up there. I'm sitting here yesterday. I was walking around the house here, checking stuff out, you know, shutting windows, closing windows, or whatever. I was actually opening windows because it got really warm here and shutting stuff off and, you know, and just, you know, making sure my mom's okay and she's not freaking dead in the chair because she looked like she was when she was asleep. I was like, is she freaking breathing? You know, I'm not kidding you. I walked up and I was like, fuck, that lady don't even look like she's breathing. Are you breathing? I was like, look at her. I was like, I don't want to wake her up. You know, I was like, wait for a second. Finally, her chest moves. I'm like, fuck, she don't take very many breaths when she's sleeping. No, you need to talk to her about that. <laughs> you know, or talk to the doctor or something. You just freaked me out. I'm like, okay. She's 87, man. Come on, you know. But she's like, freak, she's crazy 87. She's got strong. She's fine. She's, she's, she's not 87. Really, age is just a number of people saying it's like, well, you know, yeah, sure, but, um, Look at it this way, man. I feel younger, and I choose to feel younger, and choose not to even think about being 60, even though I mention it sometimes. Kind of have to when you go to the doctor or talking to people or whatever. But here, check this out, man. Being able to stay right here in the now and be present and focus. You know, we've all learned how to do that at our jobs, and we're still not that good at it, but most of us aren't. But we do. We try really hard and we do do good jobs and we do good and you guys are doing a fantastic job. But you want to know what? You can have way more focus if you just wake up. Allow it to happen. Unplug from the matrix, man. I'm talking about the life itself, the matrix. All the, the, and just listen to the heart of God. I was listening. I just, I just want to clear out all that static. I just, I could, I could not relax. I couldn't get comfortable enough to relax. Since uh, since that, that took place and all that energetic breakthrough happened, and I'm just, I'm on the other side, go boom, I'm awake, going, whoa, shit is way different. You guys need to have out of body experiences. You don't know what you're missing. It's freaking fantastic, man. I'm getting so much energy from it and so many ideas and stuff. I can't keep my freaking thoughts straight on that because it's all coming so fast, but yet there's clarity and I can. I could pick something out of that. And I was like, it's not inside of me because inside of me, I'm quiet. This is stuff that's being offered. These are revelations and, and knowledge and wisdom that's being offered. And if we would just quiet our minds, get to that place where the people call it nirvana. Some people call it nirvana, that quiet place of quietness and stillness and the still, you know, and it's a real place. It's a place where all knowledge is, is a huge bank of knowledge and wisdom ready for you to tap into if you just lift your freaking self up. But you won't because you're plugged into the matrix. You're all worried about your money. You're worried about your job. You're worried about, you know, I do the same thing. I plug in sometimes too and freaking get knocked down and knocked around pretty soon. I unplug back and, you know, wait, wait a minute. That's not what's important. What's important is right now. What am I doing right now? Well, I was sitting here talking to God right before I started talking to you about this very thing. And he said, why don't you share this conversation? I was like, oh, the highlights of it, you mean? Because once I start talking to them, it's between me and I'm talking to them, not you. They can't hear your side of the conversation. They can only hear my response. He says, of course, share this. <laughs> I'm like, all right. 
Why do we got to make things so hard sometimes? We overthink stuff. Do you have a uh, mind like I did? I overthought everything to the point where it petrified me sometimes. I mean, I just get, I mean, what I mean by is I'd, I'd get locked in one spot and I'd stay there forever going, what the hell? I can't get past this. Like I, now it's like, it's easy to let go of shit. Even as I watch it happen and it comes up every day, something new every day. Thank God, yesterday was peaceful and serene. Thank God today is too. I hear horn outside. That's my time. That's my cue. So you guys just think about all that stuff and think, you know, and if you have some thoughts on that, share them with me because I'd like to hear what you got to say about it. Really, I really do. Email me. You can email me here at this is now Spotify. It was anchored out Spotify, but a Spotify podcast. I don't know. I'm still using anchor.fm to get in, but on the, I just noticed on the icon on my phone, it changed. It's called Spotify podcast now. Anyway, uh, great place, great tool. Um, wonderful. Uh, they even help you make money on this podcast. And it's all, I, I'm doing all this free other than what I have to pay for my phone, you know, which I'm using a really inexpensive way to do this. So, because there is an inexpensive way. I have a way I keep running into is people buy these expensive phones and they all tell me they're crap. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm just cruising, man. Live within your means. Seek God with all your heart, all your might, and all your power, and all your love, and all your soul, and all that you are, and love your neighbor as yourself. Love God with everything. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's the message of Christ. It's pretty, yeah, gold rule. Love God with all your heart, all your might, all your soul, and everything you have, all your strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. Treat your neighbor just like you would treat yourself. Ooh, start treating yourself better, you start treating your neighbor better. Ooh, ooh, wow. There's a direct connection right there. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Yahoo! Rev DDT, Universal Broadcast. Broadcasting live across the universe is Rev DDT. You know what? I will be back. Bye. <laughs> Later, everybody. Have a great day.